Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard. Please fasten your seatbelts at this time. Turn your electronic devices for the 2KG podcast. Enjoy your journey with us. Thank you. Hi, we are Hanbin and Seon. This is the first episode for Two Korean Girls. Today, we are going to introduce ourselves with various topics. I hope you enjoy this episode. Alright, so there's this thing called 정류유서 in Korea. And since you are two months older than me, Seon, do you mind going first? Yeah, I think you could have just called me old instead. I'll go first, though. It doesn't matter, yeah. So, hi, guys. My name is Seon Park. I'm currently 11th um, grade, yeah, junior, and I'm 18 years old. And also, as you guys know, I'm from South Korea, and I think I went to the U.S. when I was freshman. So it's been three years and a half, I guess. Yeah, that, and also it's kind of like same thing that since I learned English. So if I make mistakes, I hope you guys can understand me. And yeah, it's your turn, baby girl, Hanbin. Um, so this baby girl's name is Hanbin Yu. And um, I'm currently a junior <laughs> in high school. And I'm in 11th grade. And my ethnicity is obviously full Korean. And my age is 17 years old and American, but... 19 technically in Korea and um, I came to the United States when I was six years old and um, that's basically like when I was in first grade and right after like one month of first grade in Korea I came straight to the United States. Do you remember anything from your like a first grade school I think you know the experience? Actually like a lot. A lot? Yes. Just because it was so short but memorable. Mm, that's true, yeah. Wait, how many times have you been to Korea, though? Um, so right after, like, I totally moved to the United States, like, one time mm-hmm. in sixth grade. And mm-hmm. one time in my freshman year. So oh, technically sure. two times. <laughs> this is very sad, but yes, two times. Yeah. I mean, I hope you can visit to. A Korea, like, I think after you graduate, I hope so. I hope so, too. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now we should talk about the meaning of our podcast name, 2kg, 2kg. So the two Korean girls, like, we simplified that into 2kg, which also means 2 kilograms. And 2 kilograms, I thought it could be, like, a heavy weight or a light weight for various types of people depending on their perspective. And just like that, I thought that we can grasp the topics the same way as well. Yeah, mm-hmm, I agree. Like culture, Generation Z, and social issues that we are going to cover, they are always near us and they tend to confront the major controversies or even conflict. So it may sound boring, but I'm pretty sure we've experience, experienced or been curious about events related to these topics. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. Um, and to like add on to that, um, I've always wanted to share my experiences and opinions of these topics as well. Yeah, it's like since this is kind of like our first episode of podcast, 
Like, do you remember how it all started? Um, of course I do. Like, it was it wasn't even that long ago, but like I remember I made fun of you when you collabed to do a podcast for your like own personal organization. Yeah, that was so embarrassing. Yeah, for yes, it was about a project called Notable Woman in Stemfield. As a founder of organization STEM Sisters and Two KG Podcast, I believe that there is no limitation towards gender, ethnicity, and background to spread the necessity um, knowledge to people. Moreover, science is not just science, and culture is not just culture. They're all interconnected, as you know. Yeah. To break a closed mind for science, we also need to draw a question to other fields as a whole, like culture. Yes, I definitely agree. And um, more additionally, I just like in in a simpler like explanation, I just wanted to tell my story and my firsthand experience as a Korean American teenager and its ups and downs regarding social and cultural issues as well. Yeah, um, yeah, I totally understand what you said. But have you heard about BLM movement and Asian hate crime that was, you know, kind of like big issue now? Mm-hmm, of course. Um, so they're currently the biggest social issue that's going on in the U.S. And I think our podcast is the perfect opportunity to spread awareness and information about these events. And as an Asian myself, I think it is interesting to express our point of view upon both the Black Lives Matter movement and the Asian hate crimes. Yeah, you're right. Those movements also gave me a silent responsibility to provide alertness to people to change their mind. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's very true. Um, and like, okay, so moving on, um, when like the moment when I started like to feel like you know, maybe like Xion and I should definitely work on this yeah. and it would be a great influence to each other. It was like, I think it was from the very beginning when like mm-hmm. ever since I've known Xion, like she has influenced me with her own personal energy and like I felt like that was a good influence to me and I swear this is not a love letter. I mean, you can just say that you love me. I don't mind. I'm open mind as you know, yeah. So since I'm heading to the end of high school year, oh yeah, I'm old, yeah, and have learned several life lessons from the eventful friendship experiences, you know, just the things. And I'm tr- I kind of like tend to seek an honest and deep relationship that can embrace me and share my thoughts, not the friendship made of like simple greeting, like hi, or, you know, those kind of things passing the hallways. So I think Hanbin is a person who listen to me and understand the difference between us. Moreover, sometimes Hanbin makes me reflect on myself from a different perspective to control my emotions and realize what I need to improve and how. Okay. Um, well, me for me personally, uh, even though Xion and I came to the U.S. at like, very different times, I felt like we could sympathize with each other just as just with the fact that we are Korean teenager girls living in the U.S. And most of the times I can talk to her about like many topics that most people around me um, would have like a very hard time understanding just because they may not be Korean or Mm -hmm. they may not be a teenager. Um, And Shion is basically like the part of my life 
where I feel the most associated and most like part of my community, I guess. And like, moreover, like Shion, like out of all the peoples I've known, she is one of the hardest workers I've known. And this kind of motivates and inspires me to do the same way. And I just thought like it was a very positive surplus in my life. Oh, like, I mean, as you say that, I'm kind of like hard worker. Yeah, I agree. But also, Hanbin, you're a fantastic artist. Like, when I see your improvements or wonderful artworks, even on your Instagram or you text me or you show me through, you know, you know, like Instagram or Snapchat, whatever, I hardly support you. Like, and your ability in various fields literally inspire me. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> and, and thank TMI. you for Yeah. Um, the cover page for a podcast was done <laughs> by me. So yes, that's just, right. That's true. Yeah. Just so you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And as I'm growing older, I tend to need a meaningful conversation rather than a conversation that we can both laugh at. I mean, I like laughing at something. I like you know, kind of like things that I can, I can have interest, but. I think now I want to have a kind of like conversation that is meaningful, that I can feel something, that I can uh, get something from. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. Like, I've never liked memes from the beginning, but I think <laughs> as I'm growing older, mm-hmm. memes are like becoming like less important part of my life. And like, it's fun to laugh at. That's right. It, yeah. But like, in the end, I just feel like no meaningful. Like significance yeah, mm-hmm. within it, so totally yeah. agree. Yeah, so like, it, I mean, from my perspective, in the friendship with you, Hanbin, I also mm-hmm. realized that we have similar personalities and even problem-solving skills with a g- good amount of distinctiveness to provide helpful advice. Like we are, I mean, of course, we are not like same person, so we are different. But I sometimes feel like, oh, yeah, I would make same decision as you. Or, yeah, I would do same thing as you. You know, something like that. Similar mm-hmm. personalities or problem-solving sol- skills. Yes, I think you're very right. Especially with the personality part. Like, sometimes yes. I get so surprised. Like, oh, my God. Like, we are mm-hmm. so similar. And, like, to be honest, like, I think our MBTIs are probably, like, very similar as well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, let me see. Um, my MBTI is ENTJ. Like, what about you? Uh, mine's ESTJ. <laughs> uh, ours is so similar, except for, like, one letter. Yeah, like, I heard that S people are more likely to enjoy facts and live in the now. And and people like me tend to find a deeper meaning in the things. Do you agree with it? Um. Yes, for some parts, definitely. But like sometimes I think I overthink as well, and I think that's one of the reasons why sometimes I feel like, mm-hmm. am I like an ENTJ or like something? You know. Yeah. Same thing for me. I also overthink, especially when I have concerns or when I'm worried about something. Hmm. Okay, so I just want to ask you, what are your future plans? I, I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay, so the end goal in my life that I have planned out so far is to become a heart surgeon. Oh. And I feel like just because of that, I think it also impacted my personality that I do almost everything to improve myself as much as I can. Yeah. 
And I definitely think this podcast is part of my journey and my planning mm-hmm. for my future. And I've always wanted to find a platform where I can freely express my feelings and opinions while being influenced and learning from others. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, like, I'm so impressed that you have a solid plan for your future and goals to pursue. Like, um, let me see. My ultimate goal for my life is to become a footprint, like an evidence that I contributed to change the world, especially with this podcast. Yeah. And for my career, um, I dream to draw a successful journey to work as a genetic engineer because, I mean, I'm pretty sure you know, but including many known genetic disorders, infectious diseases, chronic disorders, and deficiency diseases, like, they all require genetic information to fix. So I think that's why I want to become a genetic engineer. Mm -hmm. That is so cool. Like, you're just going to be one of my cool friends that I have (laughs) later on. Same for you. Thank you. Um, So moving on, let's do an easy game. So we will take turns to ask a question like who is more likely to blink. And I just saw this on a trend. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know where, but I just saw this on a social media trend. And I really wanted to try it with a <laughs> friend. So what's number one? Yes. Number one, um, I'll go first. So who is more likely to punch a racist? Wait, seriously, punch? Like physically? Yes, like using <laughs> physical force. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I think... You are more likely to punch a racist. It's because for me, I would not, I think, I mean, it's not about bravery or something. I mean, yeah, but mm-hmm. I would just plan something that I can do behind, but, but mm-hmm. I don't think I can actually punch a racist. Yeah. And you're too nice in front of people, <laughs> in front of like first timers. Yes. Sure. Not yeah. friends. How about you? But, um, me okay you're actually totally right and actually <laughs> i've done this before really yes oh gosh i've like it was i was super young back then oh, i was like mm-hmm. in first grade in the united states and like this um really tall sixth grader just it's comes really up tall, to yeah. me and like just like calls me a ching chong and like Wait, makes really? that in front of students with like his, seriously yes it was during a fire drill, actually. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and he made that, like, fox eye with his, like, eyes oh, yeah. using his fingers. And I got <gasps> so offended. And I was in a bad mood that day because I, I, I had a cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, like, I didn't punch him. I kicked him <laughs> in his um, crotch. Yes. Yeah. I, I kind of expected. Yeah. Right? I mean, the, as I told you. You are more likely to punch a racist. I mean, if it's not just punch, you will say something if you see something happening, you know, about yes, racism. Yes, I do. I tend to do that a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, for me, I will just like record and post on Instagram or Facebook or, you know, Twitter, those kind of things. I don't think I will kind of like say something public, mm-hmm. you know, in public. Okay, so next question. I'll say it. So, who is more likely to survive the Renaissance? Wow, this question, nice, yeah. Yeah, very nice. Um, I mean, okay, to be honest, like, I feel like we can both survive it, to be honest. Yeah, but seriously. But then, on the other hand, I feel like we would both literally get, like, hunted for, like, witch <laughs> hunts just because we look like Asians. 
Oh, please, yeah. And we speak different languages. Basically. Yeah, so, like, basically no one's going to survive in the Renaissance. Yeah, I mean, also, I mean, although we're kind of, like, not Korean or we speak English or European language, um, I, I mean, if we survive, I think it's going to be kind of, like, different ways. Like, for you, as I said, like, you're really good at art, you know, and then that time period, like, women, mostly women, who have, like, talent in music, art, or something like that, even singing, like, they can be, they can have, like, successful life. But I think for me, especially that time period, like, people have opinion that women are belong to, you know, men, which I hate to say. So I Mm. think I would kind of, like, wear a costume or something or like mustache or like men's hair and just go you know and do like economic or political activities i don't think i would mm-hmm. like you know i would be like kind of like submissive oh well, that's gonna be hard for me yeah very true and me personally i would like to be friends with leonardo da vinci oh yeah mm-hmm. that's one of my goals if i was born in the renaissance but mm-hmm. other than that i think yeah, we can both survive just in different ways. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And next question. Can you read? Yes, okay. I can read. Um, <laughs> who is more likely <laughs> to become a CEO? Um, let's see. I mean, I think both of us. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of a hard question, right? Yeah. And like, to be honest, like with all the dreams that we're trying to pursue, no one's going to be the CEO yeah but personally i feel like Xion would be like a better ceo than me because me i would just like drive people crazy <laughs> what? and like i would yell at them just because they're slow workers oh yeah or like they're not wow. getting to the point and i'm one of those type of people where like if you don't do the that portion of your job like you're not going to be awarded same for so me. i'm probably gonna get like i don't know sued <laughs> what <laughs> like CEO, I mean, I see CEO as a leader, but for um, mm-hmm. let's see, I think you be. I mean, both of us, we are not nice leader or something. Like mm-hmm. we cannot. Like if someone goes, "Hey, I can't do my work today. I feel sick, or I don't think I I'm able to do." And then people go, "Like, oh, that's fine. We can work together." Oh, I'm not the one who says no, those no, kind no. of things. So I would just, I'm so sorry, but I would just like fire or something because yeah. I, I'm kind of like focusing productivity or those kind of things. So, mm-hmm. And I feel like at least in the beginning to become a CEO, like you definitely need a lot of sacrifices. Oh, yeah. And I lack that a lot. Mm-hmm. Like a lot. Like I don't do things that will like not benefit me. I mean, we're, we can both like develop our skills for those, but we are still young now. Yeah, so basically. I mean, also, I'm kind of like inspired by your second question. It was kind of like a good question. Mm-hmm. So I have an extra question like, who is more likely to survive the Japanese occupation? I mean, it doesn't have to be survived because mm-hmm. maybe we are killed or something. But yes, what would you do? You know? Okay, like, to be honest, just because like, I don't know, it might be because I'm living out of today's yeah. world. Mm-hmm. But I like, I'm really, like, I honor these those people that, like, sacrifice for us. Mm-hmm. 
during the Japanese occupation to like like strive for yes, the yeah. mm-hmm. independence of Korea. But like me personally, I would try to do things in the back, but definitely not in the front. Mm, yeah, I agree with you. So let's say, I mean, for me, uh, do you know Yu Gwansun? Yes, of course. Yeah, like every, every Korean, yeah. I mean, I totally honor her and I respect her. She's amazing. But if someone says, you you need to be like her, I don't think I can be like her, you know? Yeah, Yeah. I'm kind of too afraid. And I was so shocked that she was only 17 years old. Like, how? (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of crazy. That's basically our age. Yes, basically. And then if I need to do something against Japanese occupation, I would be kind of like office or make a organization to do but maybe it's going to be like paperwork or just like kind of like writing a newspaper to spread this you know situation to other countries those kind of thing but Mm -hmm. i don't think i can kind of like oh you know injure the pain or something like that like physical pain you know (sighs) yeah i'm definitely not brave enough to go in front of those japanese soldiers and like be like okay independence for korea i can't be like that at all yeah and then the i think the worst thing was they need to change their name in japanese and they need to speak japanese because i think the major point of culture is language and their name because their name that those are given by their parents so it's really meaningful Mm -hmm. but losing their name and even if even in like different language that's kind of like saying that you need to forget about your culture. There's no Korean culture, you know? Yes. That's why, yeah. I know. This is a very important, like, tragic history of our um, country. Yeah. Yes. And, like, I really feel the need to, like, talk about it way more often and, like, spread alert and awareness, Mm -hmm. even though it's from the past. But people are still suffering from the past. Yeah, you're there right. There are a lot of people. Yeah, even, I mean, it's not Japanese occupation, but even from, like, Vietnamese soldiers, yeah, veterans, and mm-hmm. even, like, other wars. Because I read um, things, that, the things they carried, it's about Vietnam, you know, war. And, yeah, soldiers, they are having, they are still having, like, nightmares about their um, past experiences. Mm-hmm. I totally mm-hmm. agree. I think it's kind of like end of our easy game about like four questions yeah, with extra question. So, I mean, I enjoy so much talking to you and it was so much fun, you know? Yes, I agree with that too. So I think that was the end of our introductions. And I hope you guys have well been intrigued by our future topics. Yeah, and we'll get back with the real topics soon. You're listening to 2KG, 2 Korean Girls Podcast.